Hi, my name is Dr. Zachary Rubin. I'm an allergist and clinical immunologist in the western suburbs of Chicago, Illinois, in the United States. And I've decided today to start a podcast because why not? There aren't many allergists out there producing podcasts. And when you think about it, there aren't many allergists to begin with. There are approximately 5,000 allergists in the United States. And if we consider the United States population to be approximately 328 million people, that means there is one allergist per 50 to 60,000 people in the United States. So our voice, our perspectives are not really getting out there to the general public. So I feel it's my duty to start giving you a unique perspective on all things allergy, asthma, immunology, and yes, COVID-19. So I don't have a name for this podcast yet. You can feel free to give me your opinion on that. I would really like to know what your thoughts are, or even just the format. If you have specific questions, I'll try to address them. Just let me know what you think. So for a brief podcast today, I'm going to start off with a little poem, because after all, it's Valentine's Day. So here it goes. Roses are red, violets are blue. I'll keep talking about getting a COVID-19 vaccine until my face turns blue. And that's the theme for this brief podcast, which is just the idea of vaccines in general. I know this question has been answered multiple times, but I want you to hear it from me. Why do we vaccinate? It's simple. It's to save lives. It's to reduce death and disability for ourselves and for our community. There was a recent study that suggests that 37 million lives have been saved in the last 20 years due to vaccines. And that's not changing anytime soon. Vaccines really do work. How do they work? Well, when we think about previous vaccines before the COVID-19 vaccine, the simple concept is this. We take a killed or weakened version of the germ that we're worried about, inject it into the body, and our immune system will recognize it as foreign and amount a response that creates antibodies. These are like little tags that help us remember that infection, if it ever were to occur in the future, so that we may be able to fight it without getting sick at all. And the more people who get vaccinated to a specific germ the more likely we induce a state of herd immunity, which is where we protect the entire population, including those who cannot get vaccinated. So in terms of the COVID-19 vaccine, when we have as many adults as possible getting vaccinated, that will be able to help protect our children as well. And even though children are not nearly as affected by COVID-19 compared to older individuals, children can create a reservoir for COVID-19 which would then allow it to potentially mutate and create new variants and new strains. So it's really important that we support each other through this effort for mass vaccination. The technology for these new COVID-19 vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna are fascinating. They use a new piece of technology called mRNA vaccine technology, which is where it uses genetic material to help create a specific protein in our body that will then allow the immune system to remember that specific protein, amount an immune response, and protect us from potential infection in the future. A lot of people are confused about how safe this type of technology is, and that is 
a warranted feeling, especially because we've never had commercially available mRNA vaccines in the past. However, I'm here to tell you that it has been well thought out, it is very safe, and I'm going to give you an analogy if you haven't heard this already. Let's say you go to a restaurant to order food. The menu is like your DNA, which is the blueprint for your body. The menu cannot be changed. Once it's written and laminated, that cannot be changed in the terms of this vaccine. When you present an order and say, hey, I'd like a hamburger, for example, the wait staff will write down on a piece of paper that order. That piece of paper is the mRNA. That's the piece of genetic material that is like a transcript, which the vaccine provides your body. And that order is placed to the kitchen for the chef to make your food, which is the proteins. In your cells, the proteins are manufactured in this complex called ribosomes. And so once the protein is made, it is able to do its job in terms of making the immune system work. The menu cannot be changed by the order. That order cannot go back into the cell. The mRNA cannot go back into the cell and hijack your machinery to create genetic mutations. There is no theoretical possibility or scientific basis for these vaccines to mutate your DNA. And messenger RNA is known to degrade very quickly. It's, it's packaged in a fat envelope in order to safely get to the body's cells before degrading. Once it's in the cells and it's transcribed to make protein, it's pretty much degraded right away. So think of that with the order that you have at the restaurant. The wait staff will tear up that order once the protein's made. It's done very quickly. So the likelihood that long-term side effects occur is very rare. And with that, I'd like to thank you for your attention. If you have questions that you would like to hear answers from me, please feel free to mes message me at Twitter at Ruben underscore allergy. That's R-U-B-I-N underscore allergy. And I look forward to hearing your thoughts on this podcast. Thank you.